Welcome back to yet another episode of Throwing Hands. It's special. It'll be a quickie, about 20, 25 minutes. But we got my main man, BJ, from No Filter MMA and Bloody Canvas. And my man, Ant, from no, from uh, Bloody Canvas. Guys, how y'all doing? What are your thoughts on this card? We'll start with you, BJ. Um, I'm excited, man. You know, like I said, like I was telling you before this video, I just got done watching the presser, man. And just the, you can feel the animosity between everyone. You know, Rose said a few things, you know, threw a few punchlines out there. Valentina said a few things on draw. I mean, of course, Jorge and Masvidal said what they had to say. The face-offs, that, that face-off, like all three of the face-offs were just like, especially the Masvidal Usman uh, face-off was just very, 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 very intense. But um, the re- as far as the rest of the car- uh, fights on the card, I'm excited. I think it's an entertaining main card for sure, especially to have fans back. What about what are your thoughts, Ant? I just wanted to throw this out there, BJ. You said Jorge and Masvidal. I meant to say Jorge and Usman. I, did. I was going to say okay. that, that I, that'd be a great fight, though, Jorge and Masvidal. But all, so. and, yeah, I think so. Be okay. very competitive. In all seriousness, um, yeah, you guys know my recent failings towards Miss Nami Yunus as of late. It got even irked me even more during the press conference with her goofy look, trying to be all serious and super. Everybody else is smiling. She's just sitting there with a dead look on her face. She, like, she looked her outfit looked like she was a six year old who just got done playing in the garden. Yeah, yeah, she. <laughs> All we'll right. get into that later, but it's yeah. I like the animosity between Kamaru and Masvidal. There's definitely uh, some interesting things to look out for. I thought it was hilarious when he started talking about foot rubs and all that, but we're going to see what happens. Wiley Zhang seems determined. Valentina Shevchenko, I mean, it doesn't seem like anybody can break her yeah. mind or anything. Definitely. Her mentality is just sharp. And Jessica Andrade is there to show up. I liked Valentina's approach when it was all like, nothing's going to change. It's the same thing every single time. So that definitely got my attention. I'm ready to see how this goes down. And I was very critical last time we gathered together about the fans, but that meant the press conference sort of won me over. So definitely looking forward to it. All right. So we're going to hop through this main card real quick. First fight in the main card. Every one of these fights is a fight in the night contender, except Uriah Hall versus Chris Weidman, but we'll get into that later. Um, but first, we got uh, Jimmy Crute versus Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith looking to esta- reestablish himself against a top uh, young prospect in Jimmy Crute. And Jimmy Crute looking to just straight up establish himself in the top uh, seven of this very nicely, uh, pot- nice and potential potential wise, this is a very nice division. So, um, what are your thoughts on this uh, fight, Ant? I'm a little, I like Anthony Smith. I'm a little worried because every time we have seen him 
especially recently in his lead up to his fights, even before the Devin Clark one, which he did win, he is very confident, ready, ready to go on this run again. And then he just breaks in the octagon like immediately, like immediately once he gets on the ground or if he gets cracked really good. And Jimmy Crute, man, he's he's definitely different. I remember his showing at UFC Auckland. It was great. That's the probably the performance that stood out the most for me. But if he thinks he's going to stand there and go toe-to-toe with Anthony Smith, that will not be a good idea. His best bet is to get that thing to the ground. But I would love to see Jimmy Crute win. But it's just Anthony Smith. If I, I don't know about you fellas. I'm going to speak for myself. I feel like this very well could be a make-or-break fight for Anthony Smith. He just needs to get it together, man. He really does. And everybody can say he looked great against Devin Clark. Let's be honest, fellas. It was Devin, Devin Clark. Clark. Nothing against the man. It's Devin Clark. And what are your thoughts, BJ, real quick? Um, You know, I just – I feel like Anthony Smith is fully capable of bringing the fight that we all want to see him bring. But, you know, we also have to take into consideration, guys, like, I mean, Anthony Smith has had a lot of fights. He's taken a lot of damage. He has a lot of miles on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he may not be, you know, super old, but he's got a lot of, like, his body is older than he is. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, you know, seeing Anthony Smith slow down really shouldn't be a surprise to a lot of people. It shouldn't be a surprise at all. But, you know, if he can bring it, I think Anthony Smith is fully capable of turning back Devin Clark. But the chances of him showing up, you know, it's kind of getting like that Tyrone Woodley type feel. Like, you know, we all know that if Tyrone Woodley shows up, he can beat half the people that he's lost to, you know, on this last little streak he's been on. But the chances of that old Tyron showing up are pretty slim. And the chances of Anthony Smith being Anthony Smith is pretty slim at this point because we haven't really seen that. We haven't seen that devastating Anthony Smith that we saw, you know, on his title run. So, you know, with that being said, I'm going to go with Jimmy Crute because I think Jimmy Crute is primed. I think he's hungry. He wants to get into that, that top part of the you know that top echelon of the division and beating anthony smith proves a lot for jimmy crew yeah i'm gonna have to agree with you bg i'm gonna take jimmy crew in this one as well he's he's for someone so young he's so good mm-hmm. especially in a division where you know usually like the older people you know like if like 30 to 35 they dominate so i think jimmy crew the future's bright for him and like you said anthony smith got a lot of miles on him so you gotta take crew in this one all right Uriah Hall versus Chris Weidman. I think I can speak for all of us. If Chris Weidman just wants to make this boring and play it smart, he wins the fight. But if Chris Weidman, you know, sticks his chin out there like he likes to, the fight's going to be over within the first round. Um, What are your thoughts on this one, BJ? Yeah, um, I'm going to have to go, like, you know, I'm going to have to go with Uriah Hall on this one. I think, you know, the way I think if he can stuff the takedown and, really stop Chris Weidman from doing what he wants to do. We saw in Chris Weidman's last fight, if you let him wrestle you and you let him do what he wants to do, he will dominate you. So I think Uriah Hall, if he stays active, if he uses that high-level striking pedigree that he has, sticks that jab in Chris Weidman's face, stuff the takedown, I think he'll do a really good job. I think he'll win this fight. Um, I think he'll win it by decision. Not exactly sure if he'll, you know, pull the trigger enough to finish Chris Weidman, but um, you know, let's see. Let's see what Uriah does, but I'm going to have to go with Uriah Hall. But this fight should be exciting. A lot of people sleeping on it. I think it's going to be a pretty good fight. 
And what about you, Ant? going to disagree with BJ only on one aspect, the finishing one. Okay. Because if there's one thing that we have learned from Chris Weidman over the last few years, this man's chin is like toilet paper. <laughs> he is done if he gets hit in the wrong place, which is usually everywhere, especially when it comes to Uriah Hall's kicks. His kicks are deadly. We haven't seen him utilize them too much because he's been working on his hands. One thing that alarms me a little bit when I seen it, because I didn't watch his whole thing when Chris Weidman was going on this tangent of Jake Paul and he'd be in trouble with him because of his hands and all that, like, calm down. Chris Weidman, you don't have the greatest hands in the world. And if he's going to have that mindset that he has the greatest hands in the world going in there against Uriah Hall, who has been working on his craft and we mentioned it uh, in our picks video. Everybody, make sure you go check us out. You'll hear Jacob's amazing takes on there as well. And Bloody Canvas. He was working Paulo Costa with that jab. Yeah. Obviously, regardless of how old he is, Anderson Silva will always be Anderson Silva. And he put it on Anderson Silva that night. Like, he was breaking him down. And even the one with, what was his name, Bevan Lewis. He was losing that fight, and then just like that, he turned it around, got the victory, knocked him out cold. I can just see Uriah Hall knocking Chris Weidman out, a blow to Chris Weidman's ego, and then we're going to be sitting here either on here or on bloody canvas. We're going to have this retirement talk that we tend to have a lot every time Chris Weidman loses, and it's going to be it's going to be a good showing for Uriah Hall. This is the opportunity he needs against the top contender. Mind you, he's fought top contenders, but this is a former champion, someone that's still, you know, in the game a little bit, still has what it takes to pick up a few wins rather than with Anderson Silva. So Uriah Hall is going to show up in night night Chris Weidman. Uh-oh. Unfortunately. Well, I think I think if Chris Weidman takes the approach he did against Omari Akhmedov a few months back, mm-hmm. I think he wins the fight. But I think, you know, fans are back. It's, it's exciting. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think he takes that approach. Uh, I think I said Wyman on our, our preview at Bloody Canvas, but mm-hmm. I'm going to have to switch this up here because, like, the more I think about it, I think I think your eye hall gets the knockout here because yeah. I, I could probably knock Chris Wyman out. I don't think it'd take much. So, <laughs> just Jesus Christ. <laughs> don't get too wild here, Jacob, now. Oh, this is, this is throwing hands. I mean, <laughs> we can get as wild as we want. All right, when we get to the title fights, we're not going into politics because, you know, we're apolitical on this podcast. But this is the fight of the night, I think. This is a banger. I mean, Andrade mm-hmm. is as game as it gets when it comes to any any opponent. Then you got Valentina Shevchenko, who I, – I, she's scary. I, lo- I love Valentina. I just watched that Chikagian fight again. Woo! Yeah. But I think – if Andrade, Andrade has to take the fight to Shevchenko in this one because Shevchenko is too quick and too big, and she'll just pick her apart from distance. So if Andrade dirties it up, she has a good chance, but I'm going to have to take Shevchenko in this one. BJ, I know you said Andrade in our, in our preview. Do you still stick with that? I, I still stick with Andrade. I think, you know, Andrade is going to force Valentina to fight a fight that Valentina is not used to fighting. Valentina mm-hmm. is more used to fighting on her terms versus – you know, look at the fights that she's lost or and almost lost. You know, the fight with Juliana Pena. Juliana Pena was in there fighting Juliana Pena's fight. Amanda Nunes fought Amanda Nunes's fight. So that's all. The, those are the fights that 
uh, Valentina has lost. And look at the fights that Valentina's won. It's been Valentina's fight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think Jessica and Josh is going to put Valentina somewhere where she's not 100% comfortable, which is like a brawl. She's going to force Valentina to brawl because Valentina's not going to want to be stuck against the cage mm-hmm. all night long. She's going to want to fight. And Bate Estaca is going to bring it and she's going to force Valentina to be something other than a counter striker. So, I'm going, with that being said, I'm going with Andrade. And what, about, what about you, Ant? Hard for me to go against someone that has a gun and a clip tattooed on her hip. It's, <laughs> it's just naturally is. But all jokes aside, man, you see the numbers here. BJ, I love your presentation. I really do. You see the numbers here. She has the reach advantage, the height advantage. One of the biggest things, even though it's three inches, that leg work. Valentina Shevchenko's, we're, we're talking about Uriah Hall's legs are deadly. Valentina's legs are deadly. And the more we see her, she's constantly setting up her work. Always setting it up, setting it up. And sometimes Jessica Andrade gets ahead of herself. She does get ahead of herself. And sometimes she takes a little, a little bit to get started. Like in the Rose fight, we all agree if there was two more rounds in that fight, it's very likely we could be, we could have been seeing Riley Zhang and Jessica Andrade rematch. Right. That being said, I agree with BJ. I don't see Valentino wanting to be up against the cage. But if if it comes to that, I do think she can hold her own up against the cage because she has the elbows. She has the knees. She does have the grappling um, strength going on there. We know she's powerful as hell. She almost slammed Joanna Jacek through the octagon and like broke her back. Like we all remember that trip and she's put all her weight on Joanna. Poor JJ. Love me some JJ. <laughs> but Valentina, man, I just, if she does a smart fight, I mean, we've seen her get hit plenty of times. She's eaten punches from Amanda Nunes, who's probably the, the hardest hitting female in UFC history. Right. If Valentina Shevchenko can pick her shots Rarely set up her kicks. She can put Jessica Andrade in a lot of trouble. And we know one of Valentina's specialties is the spinning heel kick to the body, spinning heel kick upstairs. And sometimes she hits in the chest. Jessica Andrade is short. Could be sayonara for Jessica Andrade. And I rarely am hoping Valentina wins. I love Valentina, I do want to see the trilogy between her and Amanda. Hell, I want to see her and Wally Zhang fight. But it would be nice to see um, Jessica Andrade gets the respect she deserves, especially if she's to become one of the few to get two championships in two in different divisions. Right. I just got to go with Shevchenko, man. She's just she's a complete package. Like she has everything you would want in a champion. Her technique is crazy, and we mentioned it before. Her mindset. Nobody's gonna break that. Like yeah. you cannot rattle her at all, even with trash talk. It's not happening. And, and I, I, I feel like I, I like what BJ said, and I think Andrade is by far the the, the worst opponent for mm-hmm. Shevchenko because like she's just game. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep. I, obviously, I think Shevchenko won, but I wouldn't be surprised if Andrade pulled 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 it out of the bag. But mm-hmm. no politics here. We're talking about fighting. Um, Zhang Wei Li versus Rose Nami Yunus. Uh, uh, Scrub Rose. I'll keep now. myself contained. I'll keep myself contained, Jacob. Don't worry. Okay, I got you, Ant. Uh, 
John Wei Lee's built different, man. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that uh, her her grappling's clearly improved. If you look at her, I mean, it's everybody does well on pad work, but woo, she got pop on those mm-hmm. pads. And then Rose Namunis, uh, you know, she got basically the Shannon, the Cannon Briggs of MMA on her side. Pat Berry, we don't like Pat Berry here, but uh, no. let's go, champ. But anyway, and I'm gonna start with you because you're so passionate about this fight. Who you got and why? I have Wiley Zhang. Because, for one, she's a complete fighter. Two, she is a champion. Now, we've had plenty of champions come and go in the UFC, males, females. But she, I feel like, is a particular champion we haven't seen in a very long time. She has everything we've seen in the countdowns, in the lead-ups. She's been, she hasn't been MIA, but she hasn't been on the radar since the JJ fight, which was, to me, the fight of the year 2020 she's been working on her grappling and rose is so so cocky that she can just hurt wiley jang and get her neck out of nowhere and then it would be over and nothing would put more of a smile on my face than if she just flatlines nama Yunus and sends her back into like ptsd world Wiley Zhang, and still, I'm going to leave it at that before I start getting out of control. BJ, please tell me you agree. Please tell me you agree. I agree that I do think that Zhang Weili wins this fight, and I just think that she can break Rose. Like, we've seen Rose break. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go to Rose versus Andrade too, man, like, we see Rose fade, you know, in round three. This is a five-round fight with a bulldog, with a little Wolverine like Whaley Zhang. Like, Whaley has showed that she's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? But then again, Rose did put Joanna down in that first fight, you know, with with, with a punt with a left hand. So, you know, we, we, we do know that Rose can – Rose does have power. Mm-hmm. Now, Whaley was not able to put her down like that, but she was able to put Andrade down. You know, you can – MMA math doesn't make sense, but – I think the power advantage goes to Rose. I think Rose is really good at working the jab, being long. I think she may be able to win a round or two in there, but I'm going to have to give it to Whaley Zhang. And still. And still. We all agree. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> but to the main event of the evening, I personally think uh, Shevchenko and Josh should have been in the main event, but that's just me. Um, Kamara Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. Uh Apparently, there's unfinished business, but I think Usman uh, finished the business back in July. Personally, uh, I don't see it going any differently. 50-45 Usman, um, unless he, you know, Jesus decides to get aggressive Christ. on the ground and go ground and pound. Uh, BJ, what do you think? I'm gonna have to go with Usman as much as I want Jorge to win. I'm gonna have to go with Usman just because of the fight IQ that he showed in that fight against Gilbert Burns. Very patient, got hit hard. I think Gilbert Burns hits may hit harder than Jorge Masvidal. Um, and, you know, Camaro got rocked. He stayed patient. He stayed behind his jab. He was very educated. He was very smart in that fight. So with that being said, I think he, his IQ will come through and he'll, it'll probably look very similar to the first fight. And what do glad, you think, Ant? Glad you mentioned that, BJ, because we, I said this to you fellas the other day on our picks video. When Gilbert Burns hit Kamaru Usman, Gilbert Burns went into straight chaos mode he was being wild he's being reckless he didn't pick his shots he just figured he was gonna get out there and he gassed himself out clearly right he was huffing and puffing he was getting knocked down he's getting brutalized he was getting broken 
like it was just horrible. And I believe if Masvidal was to land that shot on Marty Usman, it'd be a different story. It would be a different story. Masvidal isn't going to go into chaos mode and try to take him out. He wouldn't get all crazy. He would pick his shots, probably land that same shot one more time, get Marty on the ground. That being said, and new. The only thing I didn't like was in the press conference today. Why is Kamaru Usman getting booed so much? Is it because that much Masvidal just has that love and popularity? Like, he's just getting booed out of nowhere. I also don't think Usman's a very likable person. I'm a problem. I mean, yeah. come on. That uh, true. post-fight call-out at uh, two two fifty-eight was I wasn't a big fan of it. <laughs> yeah, and, and his also his whole uh, he he don't know if he has much time left and he can walk away. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? What are you talking about? You have unfinished business with Covington, in my opinion. Exactly. Like, yep. I think so too. All right. Edwards, who he said deserves a title shot eventually you're just gonna throw him in the dirt yeah. come on crazy all right do you guys have any final any final thoughts before we hop on this live stream for bloody canvas no man i'm just excited and ready to see the fights like i, I mean we've been talking about them for for weeks you know what i'm saying like you know i'm ready i'm ready to see it i'm ready for it to go down and what about you Ant? i'm excited for it i do believe the card is a little underwhelming compared to the amazing three title fights we have going on but we can't get the whole package, right? We can't get everything and just be spoiled. I'm ready for Saturday, man. I'm wondering if there's going to be some and news or and still. So we'll see what happens. All right. So one more thing before we leave. Cheap plug time. And what are your cheap plugs? My cheap plug is follow me on Twitter at G-A-R-King0393. And, of course, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment on bloodycanvas.net. You'll see Jake up there. You'll see BJ. You'll see myself. Some great content. And we're back with a vengeance. Can't forget to mention that. And you, BJ, time for some cheap plugs. That's right. Hit me up on Twitter at NoFilterMMA or drop a comment in, uh, on YouTube at NoFilterMMA. Guys, you can also find me on Facebook as well, um, NoFilterMMA. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned to No Filters. Stay tuned to Bloody Canvas. We're back. We got some big announcements tonight. Tonight. Oh, yes. yeah. Announcement tonight. I forgot about that. But yes, yeah. sir. Ooh, exciting stuff. All right, guys. I'll link all their stuff in the description. Um, that's it for this episode of Their Hands. We'll, we'll catch you for the review of UFC 261.